1: you
0: Mike Fader, once again, uh, we have a guest today, but before we get to our honored guest, let me remind you once again that um, if you want to get in touch with me or uh, have any uh, opinion about anything you hear on the show today, just uh, go to my website, Fader Files, dot com. You can join my mailing list there, and you can get in touch with me that way and check out various other things I'm doing Um on my website today, we're lucky to have with us Greg Pallast. Hey, Greg.
2: Hey, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. Can you hear me?
2: You sound very faint, but you know.
0: Well, I feel very faint, but uh, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe our engineer can um, can you hear it better now?
2: Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> Okay, it doesn't it's matter.
2: Probably the bunker I'm in, that's the problem. You know, I, I oh. put the lead lining in, and I'm just, you know, trying to get through the day.
0: And you got the aluminum foil, too, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, so we'll deal with whatever the uh, sound problems are. Uh, let me introduce uh, you to people. Uh, most of you know who you are, but some may not. Uh, Greg Pallas is a uh, widely known investigative reporter whose news-breaking stories appear in Rolling Stone magazine, BBC television, The Guardian, and other places, including other broadcast outlets. And you can read his reports, by the way, and sign up for reports from Greg, which is well worth doing at gregpalast.com. And he's the author of the New York Times bestsellers, Billionaires and Ballot Bandits, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, Armed Madhouse, and the highly acclaimed Vulture's Picnic. And he's best known in the U.S. for uncovering Katherine Harris. You all remember Katherine Harris' purge of black voters from Florida's voter rolls in 2000. And uh, he's here because he has a new movie out, a film called The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, A Tale of Billionaires and Ballot Bandits. And uh, you'll be having an updated um, release of the book, too. Is that right?
2: Uh, that 's right uh, today the film and the book are coming out today uh, I think the book is actually tomorrow if I remember quickly, but it doesn 't matter mm-hmm. um, and uh, or uh, in a week officially but um yes i so I took a uh, lot of people uh had bought the original best democracy money can buy about twelve years ago it was on the New York Times list for about a year or so mm-hmm. and, and so but this is i just Decide as a cheap marketing trick to use the same title as a massive bestseller, but it's a, it's a new book inside. Uh, right. <laughs> so it's like a sequel, so A Tale of Billionaires and Ballot Bandits. Uh, so that book's coming out um, today or in a, a day or two from Seven Stories Press. But the important thing is tonight, uh, I uh, am opening, having the world premiere of my uh, new feature film, nonfiction feature. Uh, it's a kind of documentary, and it premieres here in New York. It'll be have a full theater run for a week at the Sinopolis in Chelsea. And uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday, skipping the Monday debate, mm-hmm. we're going to have special uh, celeb guests um and if people could talk Mike into being there, we'll have a super celeb.
0: Yeah, if they could talk me to being there, then uh talk about Superman. That would really be something. <laughs> but uh <clears throat> there's gonna be people uh so and, and then after the uh run here it'll open in other places too?
2: Uh, about, uh, we're figuring about 100 cities, but it starts out in uh, New York and the Hollywood, of course, premiere next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, back to San Francisco and Washington, D.C., and Portland, and all over the place. So, in fact, I have a very unusual deal because it's a political film, the best democracy money can buy. It's very important that it get out before the election. Yeah. But I have a special deal with my distributor to have all you have to do is go to my website and request a showing in your town. You know, in, mm. if you're in Boise, give us the name of the theater, and we'll put it in that theater mm. and let you know. Just say, look, I have friends who would like to see this film in Boise. You don't pay for it. I mean, we arrange the theater. So it's a, whole, it's a very interesting thing we've got set up
0: here. And, then, and that website is gregpalast.com, right? Yep. Okay.
2: And that's also where you can get information and tickets. Well, obviously, you can always go to the the old fashioned way of going to the theater and buying the tickets. But since it's the premiere tonight, um, you might want to if you want to see the premiere tonight or Saturday or Sunday uh, in New York or next week in Los Angeles. I'd kind of suggest you go to the to my site and click through to the theaters and just get yourself a ticket.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea because if you <clears throat> if you haven't taken note of where these places are, you'll at least get the information from the website. Um, yep. So. Yep. The movie has been a while in the making, right?
2: Yeah, two years. I mean, uh, um, and uh, this is my investigations of the theft of the 2016 election before it happens. I'm always investigating election theft after the election. is mm-hmm. stolen, like in 2000 when I busted Katherine Harris for knocking off black folk off the voter rolls. Um, the Supreme Court hadn't told us who our president is yet but uh, when I did that story, but the election had already been uh, held or stolen right and so now we've got uh i'm trying to get this out and raise the alarm beforehand uh because you know we got donald trump saying the election's rigged and he's correct he should know because his buddies are rigging it <laughs> and that's a story i just put in uh, rolling stone the last issue uh but it's uh, much more fun on uh, on the screen because it follows me on that um investigation and i get help uh while it's you know, you're actually following me real time through this investigation with me and my uh, sidekick, Lenny Badpenny, which is really her name.
0: Lenny Lenny Badpenny. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh,
2: uh, A true-life Bond girl uh, who is our chief of investigations um, in our – because we have a whole team of investigators. And we go, you know, undercover. If you know, most people know I wear a a fedora most of the time. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, when I go jump a billionaire – remember the subtitle, "A Tale of Billionaires and Ballot Bandits – uh, when I go jump the billionaires behind the vote theft that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um I have uh bad penny set me up with a uh, with a camera in my hat band. <laughs> and, and so and you get to see this stuff cuz I do this stuff all the time. I do a lot. I'm you know.
0: Well do you have a do you have a, somebody like Bond like Q who provides you with special uh,
2: Absolutely. We really do. Uh we have, you know, <laughs> we really do have the 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 pens inside the uh, the cameras inside the pens that in in a in a pinhole through my hat band, uh, oh. secret tape recorders, uh, super long lens cameras, all that stuff. And uh, but I guess and, there won't
0: be any there won't be any uh, sports car chases or. Uh, well, why? we do have.
2: Uh, uh, Bad Penny does have her uh, Carmen Gear, pretty cool.
0: Oh, Carmen <laughs> Gear! Wow.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so, blast
0: from the past, man.
2: Yeah, that's uh, it's uh, it's just hitting its 50th birthday. Let me let uh, me
0: uh, let me back up a second and ask you when when you, when you say that uh, when Trump says the election is rigged, what does he think he means by it? ah?
2: This is very important because people never listen to the second part of his statement. So listen up. He's not just talking through his comb over. Okay.
3: Hmm.
2: He says the election's rigged because people are voting many, many times. People are voting multiple times. Now, what is that about? According to Trump and his cronies, you have people, and not just any people, people who are darker-skinned than Mr. Trump, Those people. are voting yeah. in the one, many times in a single election, which is a federal crime, five years in the slammer. And the way that they're doing it is that they're voting in one state, and another state in the same election, for example, and here's an example of someone: Maria Christina Hernandez. She votes in um, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Then there's another. Then Maria Hernandez votes in Louisiana, and that's obviously the same voter.
0: Obviously, and therefore
2: yeah. you that's the evidence that's you know there's two there's the Maria they got the evidence Maria Hernandez votes in Virginia Maria Hernandez votes in Louisiana what else do you want that's proof positive
0: Yeah
2: and um, because as you know Maria Hernandez Mike is not a, a common name for a Republican
0: No 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 so they And they so would, and, and yeah. in
2: fact actually the second Maria Hernandez is really from their their hit list is um, Maria Cristina Hernandez one is Maria Isabel Hernandez they say that's the same voter. How do I know this? <sighs> well, you see me in a fedora. You know I'm an investigative reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, the, when Trump made this statement about people voting many, many times, you have to understand, it, people finally, that message finally hit the papers. Oh, he's saying it's rigged. He's been saying this for two years, okay? This is not new. This was started my investigation two years ago when Trump, even before he declared, I could see the Republicans laying out this line of attack. The attack saying people are voting more than one uh state in the same election, that has been that claim is been put together and, and the hunt for these double voters is put together by a guy named Chris Kobach mm-hmm. and we hunt this guy down. So first we get find the functionary who's doing this. And what happens is we have twenty nine, twenty nine Republican secretaries of state, who are giving their entire voter rolls to this Trump operative named really? Kobach,
0: who by the way, the
2: the secretary of state of Kansas, so he, he has said, an official title, so he gets all all the voter rolls from all the Republican states.
0: Is that is that by the way is that. Absolutely legal that uh, voter rolls can be turned over to anybody who...
2: Well, it can't be turned over to anybody. Well, first of all, voter rolls, by the way, are public documents. Oh, okay. But uh, the tapes are turned over um, from the, all the states, including the, the Social Security numbers, hmm. which is not public. Social Security numbers and everything turned over to this Republican operative, but because he's a Secretary of State himself. Mm-hmm.
3: Of he can
2: get the stuff. That's okay. That's not illegal. It's mm. what he does with it. That's in question. And what he does is he matches the the first. He matches people up. Now he says publicly he's matching social security numbers and birth dates and everything. Mm-hmm. But I so I said. Then I found out that they had seven. You find out in the film. I'm not giving anything away here. Okay. Because it's really uh, the thing is it's a it's a movie movie. You know. I mean it. It's a nonfiction movie, but it's. Very much a movie.
0: Oh, and, people! No uh, matter what you said about it here, that was uh, revelatory. People would absolutely need to see this with, for their mouths to drop open in, in live and get time, angry so.
2: and throw things. Yeah, right. Um, I will say just uh, not just to, to uh, congratulate myself, but you know, we've had fabulous reviews in the Village Voice and every in Salon and uh, everywhere else.
0: Oh, total, great, And great.
2: standing ovations from every uh, preview audience we've we've had. Very good and people are laughing and crying and cheering and it's like watching rocky or something. Now this <laughs> kind of funny. This, opera- this funny.
0: operation has a name, right?
2: Yeah, and it's called Interstate Check. Crosscheck. They're cross-checking the names. Hmm. So we go on a hunt for the so that I say, "Listen, give me the list. Who are these skanky double voters? Yeah, let's go arrest them. I don't want I think it's elite. if if there are people voting twice. Dick Morris, who is a uh, childhood yeah. friend and advisor <laughs> said that there were a million people voting twice. South Carolina has removed 35,000 voters for voting twice. Now, that's odd, right? You, Mike, you rob a bank. They don't close your bank account. They arrest you. So that's right. kind of odd. Why are they removing the voting rights of 35,000 people in North Carolina? And by the way, don't, you can't split what's going on in North Carolina now with the police gunning down black people from... Jim Crow tactics used against black people in the voting booth. All they have of... no way to redress this, so they have to go in the streets.
0: Mm-hmm. So all, all, all part black of this. Black people secure... are having
2: a hell of a time trying to vote in North Carolina. This is very important. And this is part of the story. So first, that's actually the first place to go, North Carolina. Hmm. What they didn't know is that after a five months of intensive investigation, we got a hold of their confidential list of double voters. And what we found are people like Maria Hernandez, who were put down as a double voter, Maria Cristina Hernandez, supposedly voting again as Maria Isabel Hernandez. 288. Some, one guy named James Brown supposedly voted 288 times.
0: Imagine that.
2: Imagine that. Because James Brown is another very unusual name Extremely for
0: Republicans. Uncommon name. Very uncommon. Yeah, right. So,
2: and you know who's really getting killed in this? Uh, well, you'll see in the film, like, we have this guy, Sung Park. <laughs> Which is, by the way,
0: yeah. the Smith- kind of
2: like Smith. James Brown for Koreans.
0: Right. right. Okay?
2: So we go meet a Mr. Park who's on the list, that he's voted twice. And uh, then I go confront some of these, uh, these uh, um, cracker, um, um, basically, uh, the guys who are running this kind of lynching by a laptop of black voters. I go and confront them in, South, in North Carolina. So what you're seeing on streets today... Look in the film, and you'll see what this is all about. Mm-hmm. You'll see it. They're mass purging black people from the voter rolls of uh, Carolina. Now, this is sounding very serious as I'm talking to you. Believe it or not, we're taking this horror show, The Return of Jim Crow, this massive a, attack by, um, by a white establishment to disenfranchise voters of color, and it's very funny. <laughs> so, like I say, most people laugh through most of the film uh, because La- we're laugh not laughing them. at the victims; we're laughing at the at the lame. It, it, you go, we go meet some of these guys who are making up these, ex, you know, who are doing this stuff, and of course, and you meet some of these double voters, you know. And one of the one of my favorites, uh, we have a, a, you know, in the film we have like uh, Shailene Woodley and Rosario Dawson, and and. Uh, um, uh, Richard Belzer and Ice-T and all these stars who, who appear as cameos. Mm. But one cameo is not... Most of those are kind of made-up characters. In my are playing characters inside my brain. Um, but uh, there's one uh, guy who is in the film who's actually on the list. Uh, well, first is, is a woman named Willie Mae Nelson, who's also who's voted a second time as Willie Nelson. And, and the guy has a well, bus. He lives. He's an itinerant <laughs> singer who lives in a bus and travels around. So it's very easy for him to vote in many states. So you'll see in the film mm. I actually do confront Willie Nelson in his bus <laughs> <laughs> with the evidence that they have that he's voted in 14 states, oh,
0: including
2: man. once as Willie May Nelson. That's their type of match. I always, <laughs> you know,
0: I always knew that man was a devious. No, this this is the proof of it. How how. Um, you know, I don't want you to give away. You know, yeah, all this no, stuff. No, no. It, it. It's so a, much
2: stuff but, in the film. I could talk to you for three hours, but but and uh, not give it away.
0: How how is it? Uh, I mean, this is your profession, and this is yeah. what, this is your great talent and your genius. Maybe you can use a word for it. Okay. How, why do these people even speak to you? Do they not know who you are? Do they not know what you're doing? Well, that's ah,
2: that's a very interesting question. Uh, this first, per, you're the first person. People often ask me how I do it, but why would they speak to me? Yeah. Well, a few times they don't generally, they won't speak to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's one thing you'll see in the film. So I do something that's just not done by American reporters. And when I say American, I, I know I sound like an Americano, but in fact, I basically work for, uh, I've always worked for BBC Television and the Guardian of England, mm-hmm. where we do real undercover stuff. And if someone says they won't interview, won't agree to an interview, we do something you don't do in America, I jump them. I hunt them down. Stick and a jump them. I see. And so, like, for example, um, well, I hunt down Willie Nelson, but, uh, by the way, he kept giggling through the interview. I couldn't get him to stay. St-
0: well, he's was probably high. Giggling. The man's high all the time. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I said, are you smoking something? He said, well, aren't you? Look at your list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, so yeah. it's, it's a, I'm, um, it's, it's, uh, I, I oh, want man, I can't, to get I, I, yeah, I can't wait. I, mean, I can't, but, but I can't wait. Case, to s- for, for example, this yeah. guy, um, uh I'll give you two examples of people who wouldn't talk to me mm-hmm. in the film. One is a guy this Chris Kobach, this uh Trump's operative, right, who has made this who's made the accusation against 7 million voters. Now understand him making the accusation is not minor stuff. This goes to the he's, uh... a in charge of voting in uh Kansas, but he's also running the whole official Republican operation of those Republicans in charge of voting voting in swing states like North Carolina, uh, um, Arizona, uh, Ohio, he's giving these lists to his cronies in the party who are knocking off voters by the tens of thousands, tens of thousands. So he wouldn't talk to me. He mm -hmm. refused. So I find out that he is having an ice cream social in a public park as a Republican fundraiser. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I get my cameraman from, to fly in from France, <laughs> and I say, you're going to see an American ritual. It's called an ice cream social, you know. And, um, and uh, these Republicans are in a park stuffing themselves with ice, with vanilla ice cream, no chocolate.
0: And it had to be vanilla, yeah.
2: Or. had to be vanilla. It's all vanilla. And, uh, and I got one of those, I got, um, uh, you know, like a regular like, uh, TV microphone, a camera, you know, TV uh, uh, newscaster, microphone. Right. With You know those cubes that they have on sure, them? Sure, sure. You know, they always have a number. So I have a number four on the cube. I had a custom-made <laughs> cube, so I would look like a local newsman.
0: Yeah.
2: And then, um, uh, but, and I couldn't, because of certain rules that we have, I couldn't lie. So actually, the, the film was used by Channel 4 of London.
3: <laughs>
2: so I really was a Channel 4 newscaster, but... I look as I'm approaching him like a local newscaster. Right. Uh, I hide my hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I get to him, I shake his hand, I, and I congratulate him for being the, the great uh, fraud voter hunter, uh, fraudulent voter hunter. Hmm. And I do another trick I do. Once I get these, shake these guys' hands, I don't let go.
0: Oh, interesting. You know, yeah.
2: and then, but finally I start... Showing him the, confronting him with the material, and he starts running away from me. When he realizes who I am,
3: mm-hmm.
2: he starts running away, and he's yelling at me, "Liar, liar!" But while he's running away from me, yelling "Liar, liar!" at me, he's still scooping ice cream into his mouth. This <laughs> is all on film in the in the film, and he's running away, and then uh, he's got. And then there's like these all these old white Republicans. When I say old, I mean 122 and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's like an elder riot, and they grab me and grab my papers and steal my hat.
0: Whoa, you're in danger there.
2: <laughs> so God. i was in danger. See, People say, is it ever dangerous, your work? <laughs> yeah, I was about to get gummed to death by these old people. <laughs> and, so, um,
0: so, so a couple of questions I had, uh, and I know that you're rushing around doing things all over the place, but, I mean, there's a couple of questions um, yeah. in... Some of the press release stuff, it says um, the search takes palace from Kansas to the Arctic, to the Congo, uh, to the Swanky Hampton, to a Swanky Hampton's dinner party, that I can understand, held by Trump's sugar daddy, John Paulson, who most people have no idea who he is. That's right. Uh, A.K.A. JP, the foreclosure king. Yes. And um, uh, so the Arctic, the Congo, what's that got to do with an American election?
2: Uh, everything. That's why the elections are being stolen, because what, here's what I'm doing. First, I go on the hunt. How, uh, are they stealing the election? Mm-hmm. And yes. But I want to go further than, than another report on election, on on how the GOP is using race to, to shoplift an election. By the way, the Democrats do some of this, too, but right now it's to the GOP's advantage to attack uh, black voters. Oh, huh? yeah, sure. Or you know if if all else fails, they apparently they gun them down, but uh, that's a different issue, but um, I want you to meet the guys who are funding it, these billionaires, who by the way, are generally apolitical and many are Democrats, but they're still funding this because they want something, and so I go and investigate what is it that these billionaires want and in the case of this guy, this functionary chris kobach okay mm-hmm. he's He's Trump's functionary, but that's just the, the glove puppet. I want to know whose fingers are in the glove.
0: And, and, why, and it, why, right? And Yeah, why?
2: and so first, to find out, uh, you know, I'm not, again, there's so much stuff, I'm not giving away too much. Sure. Don't, I'm stumped. Where do I do go that. next? And I fall asleep at a bar, which is very common for me. <laughs> but I'm watching Law & Order on the television. I fall asleep at the bar watching Law and & Order, and then um, Ice-T and uh, Detective Munch, Richard Belzer, jump out of the television and tell me where to go next. <laughs> and um, it doesn't take long for uh, they're kind of guiding me to. They send me to Kansas and then they give me a hint that, you know, who's behind Kobach? Well, what's the biggest, by far the biggest uh, operation, uh, worldwide operation based in Kansas? It's Coke Industries.
0: Oh, of course.
2: And so we quickly find out that it's Coke money. Uh, uh, Bad Penny, uh, our chief of investigations, traces the money back through a very complex Cover route, you know, because they don't do anything straight. But we are able to kind of follow the, the 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 breadcrumbs of millions of dollars back to the Cokes. But why do the coxs want a? You know, why why do they need to control? Basically, by the way, their main goal is not the presidency, but controlling the Senate. And why do they need? Why do they need to control politicians? And what is it that they want? Well, well what every billionaire wants, another sure. billion. How are they going to get it? And it turns out yeah. the answer's up in the Arctic. And I know uh, we have studios who say, how much of this is real? I said, it's all real. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the case of the Arctic, I, I say that we got uh, a uh, message from the chief of intelligence of the Free Republic of the Arctic and saying that I had to go up to Coctovic, which is above the Arctic Circle, yeah. immediately. And I do. <laughs> I really did go up there. And uh, the film actually begins there when I'm inside uh, the carcass of a huge whale, while uh, an es- the, es- the leader of the Eskimo, Itok, um, is... Uh, Swearing at me in language I can't even use on cable TV.
0: Well, I don't, I don't want you to give away. I don't want to, get you to give away no, no, too no, much of not the. Give,
2: there's so much stuff, but the important thing is that we find out that that be, the the coxs need basically comes down. The cokes need to to uh, drill in the Arctic. They oh, bought, so here, here's uh, an uh, interesting bit. Of, there's so much information I could talk to you for now. You wouldn't give away. But the film. But, they're,
0: but they're getting the the cokes don't have to work too hard uh, for drilling in the Arctic because uh, right. the, the the current constitution of the uh, the Senate, the way it's made up now. And the president all seem to be uh, giving away all this uh, already, but the, the, yeah. I guess I guess the Koch brothers they want it really locked up. They don't want, really they don't want to take chances. That's well, they've not got a
2: problem. They've they've got to get the Arctic. You know, um, um, if they lose the Senate, the um, even though weirdly Obama approved Arctic drilling, mm-hmm. which is like nuts. Yeah, uh, but he's literally had uh, resistance from his own EPA and others, and. Um, uh, so, and, and Hillary has now come out dead against it, mainly because she needs, she's running against Sanders, obviously. So. Right,
0: right. But
2: um, the Senate, they need to keep control of the Senate, because if the Democrats sure. take control of the Senate, Arctic drilling is, is dead on arrival. Mm. They need the Arctic oil because they bought into the um, Alaska pipeline, which is running, it's almost dead out of oil. There's not enough oil to keep it flowing. Mm. And, but if you open the Arctic, then suddenly that worthless pipeline which is basically less than where it's—it's it's a liability right. becomes suddenly a multi-billion-dollar asset.
0: I see, and so, so it's is... quite
2: brilliant. But this is what they need, and I know the cooks. I've been studying them for twenty years. One of the other things we have in the film, and I won't go into the details right. of it, but twenty years ago, all the brothers—there's four brothers—they all hate each other, and—and um, and if you get them at the right moment, they'll rat on the other. So I got—I have a tape of Billy Coke ratting out Charles. <laughs> And uh, e- explain to me in detail, by the way, how he's committed several felony crimes.
0: Well, I've got to see this movie. This movie, yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody has do. got, everybody has got to see this movie. Well, um, yeah. And by but, the
2: way, we should say what the movie is. Oh, is, yes.
0: By the way, this is you're listening to Greg Palast, and uh, he's got a new movie out, and he's describing some of what goes on in this movie. This is an essential movie for people to see, especially before the election. And there's a couple of questions that follow that, but it's called "The Best Democracy Money Can Buy." A tale of billionaires and ballot bandits, and it's opening tonight in New York City, and soon will be opening in various other places. And there's ways you can see it. Find out how to see it, and uh, ways in which you and other people can get to to, to view this movie by going to Greg Palace, G-R-E-G-P-A-L-A-S-T dot com. Okay, okay. Let me let me ask you a question. You, you say these people are funding this guy, Chris Kobach. He's a he is a state official of the state of Kansas, right? Yes. So now, when, you when you say they're fascinating, when they say they're funding it, what do you mean they're funding it? What are they funding?
2: Okay, well th- th- yeah, it gets very complicated. Now, this guy Kobach may be a state official, but he's maintained a law practice. Oh. He, he's still a, a fellow at the Heritage Foundation which gets the right-wing money. He is also the lawyer for Joe arpaio the guy that just got the uh, sheriff uh, Joe. The yeah. sheriff Joe of uh, who just got uh, charged criminally for uh, abusing his office uh, for uh, and uh, for racial profiling? It wasn't just a bad idea. I mean, it was literally—he's uh, now fa- he's now been indicted. Good, good. And this is his lawyer, and this is the guy who wrote the uh, the same guy. He wrote SB ten seventy. This guy Kobach, even though he's Secretary of State of Kansas, he wrote the driving Wall brown law hmm. for Arizona, which was thrown out by the federal courts. As racist, and what we did was say, well, you know, where's, you know, we start following the money, and he represented a little town called Farmers Branch in a losing case. They try to, um, this little town, try to pass a law. The right wing got them to pass a law saying that any dealings with a, with an illegal alien, (laughs) um, you would be liable. So you sell someone a Slurpee at a Seven Eleven, you can get busted, right? So the court said, this is, this is. Yeah, stupid. Sure, it is the town was going bankrupt, and then the town suddenly got a bunch of money to pay their lawyer Kobach, and we trace it all the way back to uh, the brothers Coke.
0: Amazing, absolutely. And amazing.
2: so it's you know, and that's how they they operate. You know, um, through lots of cutouts. But, and that's why you don't get these stories in the U.S. press. It's a lot of work. Uh, You know, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. In fact, I can't remember, was it the Village Voice, I think, uh, did the review that said that it's worth seeing the movie just to see how much fun the investigators have doing this work. (laughs) But what, if you actually watched all of it, if we didn't, like, speed it up, right, right, take two years of investigation, and crush it into uh, an hour and a half, uh, you would you'd realize it's, a lot of it is just sitting in rooms going through documents until you you know until your eyes bleed. I must admit I love that and so does my uh, chief of investigations, uh, Miss Badpenny. Mm-hmm. And um um you know who uh, we I, just I, like I, doing I, this stuff.
0: I understand that. I went, I had a job as a, a paralegal a couple of I times and um you know, there there were thousands and thousands of pieces of paper, but it was like a, a treasure hunt, and you go through yeah. every one of them until you find that one piece of paper, or you know, that one paragraph on one piece of paper, and the whole thing pivots and turns completely. You know, exactly. I, I I always loved doing that. I mean, I love. Yeah, doing that.
2: but most journalists don't, and especially today when it involves numbers and computers. Um, right. Uh, Bad Penny's is a, is a math whiz, and I have a degree in economics. Believe it or not, from I studied under Milton Friedman, the the, the kind of right wing, uh, evil dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, so there's a lot of numbers, and a lot of statistics, and we break it down for you so you can't uh, miss it. So uh, diving into these lists, but in, and and of course we do the kind of James Bond stuff with a camera in the in in the in my hat. Uh, we have a camera in my hat, for example. Will you jump a billionaire? How do you get to a billionaire? Um, well, they have, co- they
0: have security, right? I mean, they have... Uh... Oh,
2: boy, do they. So, in fact, you see, one thing I, I did here that I never get to do on BBC is show you a failure. We have a couple failures in here where I failed to get the guy. In one case, my disguise falls off. Mm. <laughs> These guys all have pictures of me, Right. And it's like, and, uh, and I get two guys who look like Steven Seagal's bigger brothers, and they have these giant stomachs, and they're pushing me, you know, they, they got me cornered, and then they start talking into their sleeves, very, very Dick Tracy. So I start trying to do, question our billionaire through one of his goon's sleeves. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, you know, it was, a, it was a failure. But one we got, we, we show up in the Hamptons, and we show up looking like we ought to be at a billionaire's party, uh, we show up in a you know like a very cool powerboat, and um, did you
0: have a tuxedo?
2: You know the whole thing. Oh yeah, we you know dress to the nines, do whatever it takes. Then we have the, sec- the secret cameras and all that, and I have a confederate there uh, inside, and um, then we grab this guy JP, the foreclosure king, and I start confronting him with his various sleazy operations and crimes and his brutal heartlessness, and he just starts laying on lies. That's the interesting thing. And I can never tell with these billionaires whether they know how cruel their, ac- their actions are. As I say in the film a couple times, one of our taglines is, there's no right. such thing as a victimless billionaire.
0: Right. right.
2: And then, you know, where the film turns from humor to kind of dark is you go meet the victims. Um, yeah. And that's that's yeah. brutal, and including in the Congo, and uh, so that's oh, that's, so part that's part of what it takes too. Takes me to
0: Congo. Uh, let me ask you, Can I ask you a couple of questions? Uh, sure. Yeah. The, when you say Trump says it's rigged, and you say, "Yeah, it's rigged by his buddies," mm-hmm. you're not saying, or are you saying, that Trump is directly in touch with this guy Kobach, or that he is coordinating this, or it's coordinated with him at all?
2: Well, two things: I don't know how much Trump is in touch with any type of reality. And, I, right. and by the way, I don't say that just to be cute. I, you no, know, I he's understand. Like in his own, you know, he's in his own bubble in his own plane. But he is very, very close to Kobach. Oh, really? So it's not that he's. But the important thing to remember: he's not directing Kobach. Kobach's giving him the information because Kobach's real employer is, is Koch, mm-hmm. Right. So he's he's got to favor the Cokes and these right uh, these other right wing nuts that fund him in building his political career. He's going to run for governor now of Kansas. And um,
0: see this—you know, they're feeding just...
2: this stuff to Trump to create the cover. And one of the tricks that they use every time these right-wing Fox freaks tell you that there's voter
3: fraud—it's—it's
2: mm-hmm. it's not only you will hear on MSNBC that oh well, there's not—you know—voter fraud is a con. No one, there are no people committing voter fraud because you go, like I say, you vote twice, you go to prison for five years. Who's going to bother? taking that risk just for an extra vote, but But right? when they
0: say that, they're on a defensive about the kind of voter fraud that's being alleged. You're not talking about the real voter fraud that you are.
2: Right. I right. talk about what we kind of make a distinction in the field between voter fraud, which doesn't exist like individuals trying to vote twice, right. and election fraud, right. election theft, in which the officials are, are screwing with the voter rolls and the count, et cetera. So, But in this case... Every time, they, we call it the hysteria factory. So they'll say, uh, for example, aliens are voting. Illegal mm-hmm. aliens are crossing the, the Rio Grande to vote for Hillary.
0: Yeah, that's what they want to do. That's why and, they're crossing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we have this whole thing. You know, we have, uh, by the way, there's a lot of cartoons in here, too. So oh, it, good. It, which is very important, because I, I like cartoons, and I didn't want to do it without cartoons.
0: Yeah, now you got me. Now i got to go. Now,
2: right. Well, you know okay. what we did? We hired the guy who did Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
0: Oh, wow. Jeez.
2: And so we've got all these cool cartoons through the whole thing, you know, bas- Roger Rabbit style.
0: I'm looking, for, I'm looking for you at the Oscars. Yeah, yes. you know.
2: uh, Everyone is.
0: So, so, so uh, <laughs> but, as far as... But it, on the
2: other hand, I'm not doing this to, to get no, my I, Oscar. I'm I doing understand. this to try to save the republic.
0: Which is which is one of the couple of remaining questions I want to ask you. So yeah. as far as the coordination with Trump, uh, yeah, I, I get your answer there. Um, what about coordination with the Republican Party as the Republican Party?
2: Yes. One of the sad things is that the Republican Party understands that on a, at, you know, at the general election level that they are better off without voters of color. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, for, and the interesting thing in, in this, like, one, you know, we, so we go through actually many ways that they steal the vote. Um, and I, I go even back to that case where I busted Catherine Harris for, and Jeb Bush for calling uh, tens of thousands of black men felons, so, ex-cons felons, who don't have the right to vote. It turned out that there were exactly zero ex-cons on her list, but they removed tens of thousands of black people. By the way, the Democratic Party never complained.
0: That, you know, that's something I don't understand unless they were bought off in some way. I just don't understand. Well,
2: they're, they're often involved in it. They're, you know, they, there's a, all politics is local, so is all vote theft. And hmm. a lot of Democrats could not get elected if you change the complexion. They couldn't win primaries if you change the complexion of the voter rolls. But in this case, um, I will say, I'll get, you know, and I'm not a big fan of Hillary whatsoever, but she did say the election in Florida was stolen and we will never forget it she just said that and and that's the first democratic major Democratic candidate who's acknowledged that and that was at least good and so by the way again in that case because it's history rather than show you some old film uh, it's made it's a complete Saturday morning cartoon that explains the whole thing so it's all done in cartoons and um, but the yeah so the Republican Party So they they are running this kind of fraudulent voter hunt. Hmm. So they're looking for the multiple voters. They're looking for the alien voters, meaning anyone named Hernandez or or Rodriguez. And that's one of the fights that they've had. Like in Florida, they will take um, the deportation list and they'll say, oh, Juan Gonzalez, was deported, and we see that there's a Juan Gonzalez on our voter rolls.
0: So this guy who was
2: on their order to be deported is clearly an illegal alien.
0: They have have no responsibility to prove that this is the same person. This is so outrageous. Mm. And
2: this is the evil thing. No, they don't. You are guilty. In other words, if you commit a felony... You lose your right to vote in three in only three states. That's an old Klan, Ku Klux Klan law, right? Uh, and you certainly lose your right to vote though while you're in prison in in almost every state. So if you lose your vote, you that's that's a punishment for committing a felony crime.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So you, they're taking away your vote, punishing you as a felon without anyone, without any trial, without any notice. And in the case of this new thing we found, Crosscheck, they don't even tell you. That you're on this list, and so one of the things that happened uh, in this past week is that um, Alcee Hastings of Florida, Congressman Hastings, mm-hmm. and Congressman Keith Ellison, uh, who is the only uh, Muslim in the U.S. Congress, right. uh, had, have have uh, they've actually went to the Justice Department. They said, "Look at Palace investigations and in Rolling Stone, and in his film." We don't want to just – we want, number one, these lists to be made public so people know that they've been accused. That's number one. Right. And by the way, if you go to gregballas.com, we will have up the 2 million names we have, but there's 7 million names. Uh, So you can look up your own name uh, and see if you're on the hit list. So number one, release the names. Number two, stop this game right now. But they said number three, and Alcee Hastings used to be a federal judge, Mm-hmm. And he said, look, i as a federal judge, I can tell you right now, Pallas, this is more than, a, than bad. This is a crime. This is you know, uh, systematically removing
0: it's a conspiracy. Yeah.
2: voters of color. He says, I know a conspiracy when I see it. And I said, please don't use the word conspiracy. I'm already being accused of being conspiracy nut.
0: Well, that's true. Yeah, you and don't want to stay away from it. I used
2: to work for the Justice Department as their conspiracy expert. So I'm not a conspiracy nut. I'm a conspiracy expert, you know, and I got paid okay. very well by Justice to uh, do this. <laughs> but now there's not much justice left. So <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> so, no. You want? To, yeah, you do want to stay away from that word entirely. That's yeah, because
2: I said, th- I said, th- uh, Congressman, uh, do me a favor, just. Well, right. Tell him, he, but he did demand they open up a criminal investigation. Conspiracy under the law is a very particular thing. It has well, what to do with the racketeering the, laws, and that's s- what he was referring
0: to. So why why isn't, I mean, if all this is so um, clearly been done, uh, I mean, if, if all this is so clear, why isn't the Justice Department... Um, uh doing something about this right now but this you like you say you made the whole point in the beginning you know you don't, you don't want to do this after the fact and say oh look i found out what they did you're finding out what they what they've already been doing and what they're continuing to do you want to prevent it from happening so the election doesn't get stolen i mean how can the federal government why doesn't the federal government step in and do something about it, it?
2: it's just a big problem and you know um, again, this is Greg Palace and, and my film and book, of the right. same title, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. I've got to give a commercial. The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, Tale of Billionaires and Ballot Bandits. Go to GregPalace.com, find out where it's playing in your area, or even request it. Right. But I have to say, and do it before the election, for just what the reason Mike is talking about, um, my co-investigator, my legal counsel on these things is, is Bobby Kennedy, a junior is a dean at the law school at, uh, at Pace and, you know, uh, one of the great voting rights attorneys in, uh, in America. And, uh, you know, he called up Obama. I said, how does the president feel? He says, I'll, you know, call it because he has Obama's BlackBerry number. Right. And it's very difficult politically for Obama, Is what it comes down to.
0: Why is it so difficult politically?
2: To be honest, Obama's a bit nervous about reminding people that he's black.
0: Well, what's the difference at this point? The man's not well, going to run for president. Well, now at this
2: point, it's changing. That's why they changed attorney generals. Because after the, his reelection, he has a freer hand. So they switched uh, in Loretta Lynch, who is far more aggressive on voting rights than Eric Holder. Eric Holder was, was very timid uh, about the voting rights issue because he just saw that was a political disaster because see what happens and I saw right. this happen in Florida when when they're accusing black people of being felons and I said they're they're all innocent their only crime is voting while black hmm. and the democratic party was was afraid of defending these people cuz republicans come out aggressively they they don't like hide and say oh we're sorry they say you're defending criminals? You want, oh, the Democrats want all the criminals to vote? That's their big constituents? You know, that's what they're doing,
0: right? And Democrats and, just... And if
2: we say they're, they're calling people double voters, they don't back off. They say, they just lie. They say these are people voting twice. Um, and it doesn't matter. And then I said, you know, I said, but look at these lists. See, that's why they wouldn't give me the list, you look at the list. You don't need it. We had experts go through the list. Right. But you don't need expertise to know that, that for example, we meet a guy in the film, Daniel... Alexander Webster, Jr., is supposed to have voted a second time in Virginia as Daniel Eugene Webster, Sr. I mean,
3: Mm. Daniel
2: Webster, two guys, two black men, of course. They lose their votes, but God forbid, you know, because you never get to say on these news programs more than two sentences if you're on Fox, like, oh, so you're defending illegal voters.
0: Right, right.
2: You know, and so you had a reticence. Now, finally, I think Loretta Lynch is, is... beginning to get on these things. The other problem that we have with, with this stuff is it's unbelievably complicated now. Mm-hmm. And you really, I, you know, if I didn't know statistics, if I didn't know computers, if, if our team, uh, you know, and, and one thing they do, they lie to the federal government too. They hide the material from the Justice Department. And that's the big thing. This new trick could never have happened if it weren't for the Supreme Court Gutting the Voting Rights Act
3: mm. because
2: until 2013, the Justice Department had to review any changes in uh, in registration procedures uh, in in any in the uh, in uh, any states with a history of discrimination. So, right. in other words, you would have had states like uh, North Carolina,
0: right? Of course, would have
2: had to have submitted this double voter witch hunt. To the justice department and and that it would be very and say oh this doesn't discriminate <laughs> you know, it's like how do they sell that one right well, all the more with the end the... of the voting rights act there's no rule they do what you want and someone has to uncover it like me hmm. the government doesn't have the resources to do it The American journalists don't have the approval of their superiors to go out and spend months to do this. this. They can just be talking about uh, Trump versus Kelly Megan. Right. You know, and uh, this is very difficult. I can't look. I can't even get on MSNBC with this stuff except for uh, the the black uh, anchors like Joy Reid. Right. Um, And –
0: so, I, I mean, obviously, uh, you've tried to get on the, uh, the regular and the semi- you know, Yeah, the, the, it doesn't the,
2: happen. I can't get—you know, they—and and they, they don't want to hear it. They, they, you know, know, like, oh.
0: But, you voters. know— uh, it's, it's, And the left
2: uses terms like voter suppression, voter disenfranchisement. Just the words put you to sleep. Yeah. And, and you know what I say? If someone steals your car, they're not suppressing your car. They're stealing it. But if you use the term stealing the vote— You're immediately a conspiracy nut. You're over the the edge. See, if I say vote suppression, I can kind of get on a few shows because then that's mild and no one knows what you're talking about.
0: You know, what's interesting is that, uh, you know, MSNBC, I I just read uh, an article uh, that was. uh estimating the audiences they, they were saying what the average uh, age of the audience was for uh for various places it turns mm-hmm. out according to what i read in the times and could it be wrong you know that uh, they said that the average age of a viewer at MSNBC was 60 years old so That's it's all right. so so your your film actually needs to be seen by the same people that hillary clinton seems to be having trouble with herself is millennials right yes yeah
2: and that's why we have, for example, Shailene Woodley, who's the star of Snowden. But people under 30 know her as the star of the Divergence series. Right. And she appears to me. She, she also pops out of, uh, out of a TV set while I'm watching the Divergence series. In a, <laughs> in, in, I'm at Joe's Papaya on 14th Street, just uh, right. Just saying, I give up, I don't want to do this anymore. And I look up at the TV, and there's Shailene Woodley. And she captures me, drags me into the TV, and then, we're, and then she takes me back home to the, uh, uh, to the neighborhood where I was born, which is like one of the grimmest, poorest ends of the barrio in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to remind me of my roots, and this is what we have to do. But I brought in Shailene Woodley because, frankly, I knew that this was a... Um, um, this was a Yeah, uh, I I hear the phone ringing. Real. I hear the phone yeah, ringing. Yeah, you you must be true. you
0: must be overdue for uh for other interviews and things like that. Of right? course. Yeah, but don't.
2: I don't care. i love talking to you, Mike, and I hope I'll see you or at least see your listeners.
0: Oh, yeah, um, sure.
2: At sure. Uh, I'm at the in Chelsea, uh it's it's a regular run for a whole week, but I will be at the uh at the theater on uh tonight fr- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday and Tuesday, I will be there myself with some other, you know, a various star celebs or or other troublesome people.
0: And the, and the, and the, once again, the movie is
2: is the best democracy. The best democracy money can buy. The best democracy money can buy a tale of billionaires and ballot banits. And you know, then it goes to uh, actually Sarasota tomorrow, and then a bunch of uh, L.A. and San Francisco and all over the place, a hundred uh, cities. Find out by going to gregpalace.com.
0: Okay. All right, thank you. Uh, well, congratulations on the film. Uh, you. Maybe you'll truly have an effect on this uh, on this election because if you as you mentioned, the Supreme Court, uh, gutting this and gutting that, we need a new Supreme Court. We're not going to get it if Donald Trump gets in. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't endorse candidates, and I, I know, I know. I, it always I know. makes me sick that I'm act- that this my film may actually help Hillary. But the important thing is that if the truth gets out. I think that in the end, we'll all be better off, no matter who gets elected. I that's just true. want to get the, the truth out, and then let, let's let fight it out in public. And I need I can't even get the liberal press, you know, interested. But we will. Mm. I mean, I, it's in Rolling Stone, you know. I shouldn't complain. No, you know? that's good.
0: That's good. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Greg Pallas, thank you very much for coming on, Greg. You got it, Mike. Bye. Okay. Bye. And uh, this is Mike Fader. Uh, I had some other stuff I was going to mention, but uh, it's a little late in our show for that. Uh, You see what's going on here. You see the systematic use of uh, untold amounts of money by billionaires. Uh, All the things you suspect are true. Here's a film that investigates it and lays it out for you. They're about to steal another election. Uh, once again, uh, nobody's... Uh, I shouldn't say nobody. I am no big fan of Hillary's, although I must say I'm looking forward to the, um, I'm looking forward to the debate. I mean, that's something, that's a show I wouldn't miss. But uh, right now, uh, between now and uh, voting day, uh, we have to be aware of the fact that uh, this election is in the process, as you heard Greg Pallas mention, uh, of being stolen by uh, the Republicans. And uh, funded by the Koch brothers and similar um, evil bastards. So, um, whatever you can do, go see this film. Tell other be other people about the film and um, push. I mean, if it makes any difference, push your Congress people, push your senators to uh, to do something about investigating this, especially. Uh, complain to the White House and get him to assign his Justice Department to try to do whatever uh, the Justice Department can do to, uh, to reveal this. And the president, you know, he's got nothing to lose, this guy. He's got nothing to lose. He could come out and he could say there's a systematic attempt to disenfranchise minority voters, black voters, Latino voters, and um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a theft of an election. Don't let it happen do whatever you can all right that's it that'll be all for this week uh, and uh, I'll be back next week uh, with uh, the turning point uh, we are on every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern time on prn.fm right here and I'll see you again <laughs>
4: Pardon, you better watch your back, but I beg your pardon, walk a straighter down sack, if you walk with Jesus, you will see. fire and the fury at his command, well you don't have to worry if you hold on to Jesus' hand, we'll all be saved from Satan.